T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Danny and Dusty. Meringatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Meringue and Dusty, the fan man Hera. All throws of monkey sounds in there and call it good. The old Danny Meringue pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The fan. Good afternoon. Happy Wednesday. It's a hump day. Danny and Dusty. No, you still don't have a sound that you're. You said yesterday. You said you're gonna. We're gonna workshop a sound, and oh, I look yeah. over and I, I I lay it out for Jeff Rust, and it's, I got nothing. I'm still cut. Yeah, I'm still cut off guard. You know, it, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. Yeah, I'm not used to being the the number two slot there. I feel like Ricky Bobby. I'm not sure what I should be doing with my hands. With my hands right now. I don't know what to do. Well, happy Wednesday, everybody. Uh, fourth winter really uh, showed its true colors for us yesterday. We talked yesterday. We opened up the show yesterday about how it was like sunny and how how nice it was, right? Yeah. And I, I said, "This is fourth winter." It's just like telling us, like, "Hey, a little tease." It snowed. Yeah, it was snowing this morning on my way in. Yeah, like, from my house. Snowed last night up at like my. I get a video from my mother, and she's like, "Ah, more snow." Yeah, fourth winter. Fourth winter. Fourth winter, yeah. which is tease spring. And we'll get there eventually. So yeah. happy, happy fourth winter, everybody. Um, and it's a Wednesday. It's a hump day. I, I'm pumped for today. We've I've got one of my favorite parts about uh, this week mm-hmm. is how college basketball really sneaks up on you. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> like it's like it goes from like college basketballs on ESPN or FS1. Or uh, if you're really looking, uh, it's somewhere called the Pac-12 Network. Yes. Um, and then. All of a sudden, this week happens, and it is balls-to-the-wall, 24-7, college basketball, men's, women's, every channel that you try to flip on, you get some uh, college hoops in. It really kind of slapped me in the face today. I was like, whoa, ACC tournament is is on, like, all day long. And so yep. there we are. Pac-12, too. Pac- well, yeah, Pac-12 tournament, but it, it started this morning. Pac-12 yes, on yes. right now? Uh, starting at noon, yes. We got uh, Colorado and Washington. Yeah, see, there, there you go. Trying to figure it out on the old Hulu TV here. Ooh, uh, 503-864-6326. That's a fan text line. Uh, this text says, rust sound should be a creaky gate because it's a rusty hinge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. That's a very, uh, that's like a Stranger Things kind of sound you got going on there. Yeah. <laughs> you go with the old uh, Dumb and Dumber, most annoying sound in the world. Oh, buddy. 
I I'll spare you. I don't know how many parents threatened to kill their children after that movie came out. <laughs> right. Uh but I know of two. Because <laughs> 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 uh, that that was that's brutal. <laughs> that is just brutal. Um all right. We got Wednesday and Rust is just still he's just trying to find He's just trying to find the Pac-12 network. I'm just trying to find the stupid guide on here. Yeah, and I am not familiar. If you're with trying Hulu to find, if you're trying to find the Pac-12 network, uh, let me save you some time here. It's not on Hulu. Oh, it's not. No. Oh, great. Well, there okay. we go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Back to Sports Center. Saved you. Saved you a click. Uh, we're gonna have to find a different way to do that. But uh, it is. Oh, it is not just a Wednesday. It is a Nash International Women's Day. Happy International Women's Day. Uh, to the man sitting across the, the yeah, right back at you there, Dusty. You know? Yeah, yeah. Happy International Women's Day uh, to all you gals out there. You know, as we're both your your girl dad. Yes, girl dad. Yep, got two of them. Very lucky to have a lot of great women in my life, and uh, I appreciate them. So, you know, and it's not just like uh, my mom or my stepmom or my sisters or my lovely wife, mm-hmm. or my daughter. Uh, I've had the the pleasure to work with a lot of great women too um, in sports. AJ McCord obviously hosted a show with her here. Uh, Brooke Olsendam, uh, like my sister and one of my great friends, um, in working with her. I've I've had it, it has been re- truly one of the one of the great perks of my job is to work and be surrounded uh, by great women in this industry and. Uh, I get to go home and have you know this awesome, strong woman of a, a teacher, and my wife Lindsay, who's great, and then my daughter, who is learning to just follow in her mom's footsteps right on down. So happy International Women's Day! Uh, we may have a small women listener base, yeah, but you know what? We appreciate you nonetheless. Absolutely and appreciate the women in your life, huh? Well, and it's a fitting yeah. day to have on one of our guests today, too. That's right. Uh, today, we, we you know we're gonna have a, a few guests. We're gonna catch up with uh, Danny. Um, I don't know if he can fit us into our busy schedule, um, but he's gonna he's gonna join us probably in the two o'clock hour today because uh, we will be joined by Ryan Horvat, BetQL Network, BetMGM Tonight Insider, who joins us every Wednesday at one thirty, and then at one o'clock. The pilots are dancing again. Yes. And uh, Michael Meek, the women's basketball coach at the University of Portland, he'll join us at 1 o'clock. Yesterday, as we were signing off, the University of uh, Portland women's basketball team put the finishing touches on a West Coast Conference tournament championship and an automatic bid to the NCAA tournament, uh, beating Gonzaga in come-from-behind fashion. So uh, we'll have Michael Meek on. He's got a really cool story, man. If you don't know about Coach Meek, um, he he was, when I was in high school, he was the head coach at Southridge High School. um, Oh, that's right. In Beaverton. Yes. And then he took over for a guy that uh, has had great success at Oregon State and Scott Ruick. He took over the job at... Um, George Fox and had a phenomenal run there and a national championship there. And now he's at the University of Portland where in his first year they made it to the NCAA tournament. It just so happened that was 2020. Mm. And that tournament got canceled. Yes. So here we are three years later. The pilots are dancing again. 
Um, and we're going to have Coach Meek on because, you know, he's he's a guy that he understands what it takes to win here. He is a, a local guy, and that's what I love, man. I absolutely love that about what we have down at Oregon State with Coach Ruick uh, and, and really Coach Smith as well. Um, is in Kelly Graves being a Northwest guy too. You have people that are connected to the area. Um, you you have coaches that understand what it takes to win in the Northwest and in, in the in the area. Portland State too, with uh, Chelsea Gregg being the head coach there at at, at Portland State, their, their women's program. I went to college with her. Um, she was she was a, she was the point guard at Southern Oregon, um, and she's from uh, up in I think Monroe, Washington. We have people that understand what it takes to win here, and they have a connection to the community. And that, that always means a little bit more, right? It, it gets you pulling in that same direction with them when, you know, you know, Coach Meek was an Eastern Oregon grad, which I might have to bring up with him because <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about those hillbillies in LeGrand. <laughs> Old rivalry die hard. <laughs> yeah, they don't go away. They don't go away. I'll pull for him now that he's at UP, but I, I'm – I'm not going to let him off the hook for going to Eastern. We'll have to we'll have to ask him if he misses the Nelson out. <laughs> a little drive through there with yeah. the best milkshakes ever. That's right. That's right. Um, all right. Sports. There we go. We have the three guests today, though. Yeah, big show. Really big show. Loaded. Um, okay. Speaking of shows, I am getting into the Murdaugh murders. I was going to start on that Netflix. Last night. I was so start you haven't that. seen it? Haven't seen it. No, my wife has. She watched it without me. I brought it up to her. I was like, "Hey, you might like this." She goes, "Oh yeah, I already watched it." See, and that's how I got into the like. I was I was going to have to watch it on my own time, mm-hmm. kind of like I was saying I have to do with Yellowstone, right? Because I was like, "There's no way my wife is. She's not going to be down for this. Uh-huh. Like, she doesn't want to." And so I'm like, I walk in the bedroom the other day. And there she is watching. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. What are we doing here? And she's like, oh, well, my friend was telling me about it and basically, uh, you know, told me the whole thing. And it sounds interesting. Yeah. And so here I am now trying to play catch up. Right. And let me tell you, let me tell you about rich entitled Southerners down there. Uh, Just rich entitled people, period. period. Yeah. This story is bananas, man. And I, I do, I never really understand what the big hubbubaloo is about a lot of these things. This one I get. Yeah. Like this is wild that this family is getting away with what, and I'm not going to spoil it for you because mm, they get away with a lot of stuff that you're going, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. Um, and the fact that people often turn like that blind eye to, you know, whether it is, entitlements or privilege of, of wealth and or race you sit there and you go you watch that and you go yeah that's that's what people that's right there yeah like that is that is everything about that entitlement right here in one big fat documentary in front of your face uh so that it's pretty rewarding knowing the the outcome is that guy goes to prison yes absolutely you know? yeah maybe yeah getting some of what's coming to him Oh man! Yeah, I went to go start that last night, but instead we started the uh, we watched the uh, Chris Rock Chris Rock special from Netflix. I turned it off. You know, the first half or so, yeah, it 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 wasn't great, Bob. Uh, but then once he started tearing into Will Smith and Jada, 
it got better. And, then, and that was near the end? Yes. Probably that, the last okay. 20 minutes or so. I, I turned it off. That's where we got some good that's where we got some good laughs. It was like and we were like, "Oh." I was so pumped about that one. I watched it live because it was a Netflix live event. Yes. I watched it I was watching it live and cuz I I knew that it was, it was like being released on Saturday at uh, 4 or whatever it was. Right. And so I didn't know though that I was actually watching it live. And so it was so boring at the beginning, I tried to fast forward, and I thought my Netflix was broken. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> or was that seven? Was that seven? I thought it was – I was like, why can't I do this? And that can only go to a point because until the whole thing wraps and ends, yeah. they don't let you do that. Right, exactly. So this was edited seven. I'm not sure how much they edited out of it, but it was right about an hour. But, yeah, last 20 minutes or so, uh, it's – I'd go fast forward through it and catch the rest of it. Okay, because he made a he 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 made a couple of references to uh, veiled well, thinly veiled references to Will Smith, talking about other rappers that he'd pissed off. He's like, I don't want to piss off another rapper. <laughs> I heard I caught that one. Yeah, because and... once he was talking about Kanye, and then another time about uh oh, Jay Z. Oh, he made Jay Z upset. No, no, no. He was uh, just making a joke about it. He's oh. like, "I kid, I kid. I love Jay Z because I don't want to piss off another rapper." Yeah, yeah. Well, Jay Z is one I wouldn't want to mess. I would yeah. not want to upset. He made a joke. He was talking about how Beyonce is so hot, and he's like, "Beyonce is so hot. Even if she was just working at Burger King, that she'd still land Jay Z." He goes, "Now, if Jay Z was working at Burger King, <laughs> that's so true. That's a different story." <laughs> but here, your delivery. <laughs> Probably not as good as Chris Rock either. No, clearly but, not. Um, that is very true, though. But Jay-Z is one you don't want to mess with because, um, one, I feel like I feel like he can make you disappear really quickly. Uh-huh. But the scariest part is that the Bayhive, Beyonce's fans, they'll make you disappear even faster. Oh, yeah. They will come at you like a spider monkey. It is it is one of the more incredible things to yeah. watch online is when the Bayhive, the Swifties, or the BT I don't even know what the BTS people call themselves, that Korean boy band. Right. I when they get somebody in their crosshairs, watch out. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna get ugly. They will drag them. And I had no idea. Like you when it happens, you just feel sorry. You just send uh you know, toss up your T's and P's their way because it's thoughts and prayers time, my man. Yes. I mean, it is they, It is a coordinated attack. Um, the Bayhive is a very, very uh, uh, apt nickname for that their fan base because they do swarm you. Yeah, absolutely. And they they <laughs> they have things that they sting. Like, they'll just dox you. <laughs> Let's put all your public information right on out there. Just because you didn't like Beyonce's new song? Right. All right. <laughs> I can't have an opinion. Yeah. I mean, she's got 35 Grammys. <laughs> Relax. Yeah, settle down. <laughs> what I say isn't changing anything. Yeah. All right. Um, okay, let's get this show on the road. Uh, tonight, we got the Blazers taking on the Boston Celtics. If Nurk does come back tonight, what kind of push makes it worth it for the Blazers? 503-864-6326. That's a fan text sign. This is Danny and Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, there is a, a very real possibility we could see a return of Yusuf Nurkic to the Portland Trailblazers lineup. Uh, he has been upgraded to questionable uh, for tonight's game against the Boston Celtics. He's been doing some ramp-up work, apparently, uh, over the course of this road trip. And uh, Blazers now stop four of their six-game uh, trip, and they are taking on a team that, in the Boston Celtics that they need a win, man. They're one in four over their last five games. The Celtics are Ouch. losing three straight games while blowing double digit leads though. Not all losses are uh, created equally as we did see their last one to the, you know, uh, what are they called? Cleveland Cavaliers, a overtime loss. Grant Williams had a pair of free throws where he makes one. There's 0.8 seconds to go. And if he makes one, they win. Yep. Misses both. They lose in overtime without Jason Tatum. Okay. But they've lost. They've blown a double digit lead in three consecutive games. One of them, a 28 point lead that they blew. And, you know, they're going up against the Portland Trailblazers team, which, uh, stop me if you've heard this one before. That sounds really similar. Uh, <laughs> blowing leads in late in games and second half leads that you have double digit leads. And with this all kind of coming to a head on this road trip, a six game trip that is incredibly difficult. It's going to get even tougher. Um, and it gets even tougher because you got the easies out of the way. And the next few are, are not going to be any easy by any stretch. You go to Boston tonight, Philly on Friday, and then Sunday you're taking on the new Orleans Pelicans in new Orleans. And that one has got playoff positioning all mattering. Yeah. These three games mean a whole hell of a lot to shape what it looks like moving forward. Danny and I have talked ad nauseum about this road trip being the signal for the Blazers the rest of the year. Because coming out of the All-Star break, you're breaking in new pieces in Matisse Thibel and Cam Reddish. 
they are banged up and they are injured. And so if you come out of the All-Star break, and right now the Blazers would be coming out of the All-Star break at this juncture, what, three and four uh, post-break because they lost to Sacramento to come out, they beat Houston, and then their only other wins have been against Orlando and Detroit. Three and four, correct. Three and four right now, and that is good enough to tread some water in the Western Conference playoff race. Silver lining, two and one on the road trip so far. And it, look, if you win any of these next three, you're looking at a three and three road trip, and that should be considered a win, especially because of what we were talking about in the Western Conference, where 500, that, that's dynamite right? well, in the West right now. And I mean, would it be out of bounds to, to argue that they should win Sunday at New Orleans the way that they've been playing the last half of the season? Uh, New yeah. Orleans, I mean, the way yeah. they've been playing. No, yes, I, I think it it would be out of bounds to say the Blazers should beat anybody because they've almost lost to the two worst teams in the NBA in oh, the last boy. two. <laughs> you know, like, in, 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 I know what you're saying because it, it, we think it's falling apart here in Rip City. You should go check in on the people in NOLA because it's not going well for them either. Although I guess they're, they are 20 and 11 at home. Um, and they are at home, and the Blazers would be coming in on the final of a six-game road trip. You know, like if they caught them earlier in this thing and it wasn't game six where your eyes are, are on heading back to, to Portland, then I think that'd be a different conversation. But for the Blazers, this these next three games, they will be very telling as to what this Blazers team looks like moving forward. And that's why, you know, I asked the question of, if Nurk comes back, whether it is tonight uh, against Boston or in any of these three final games of the road trip, what then what what does this what makes this push worth it? What makes the push worth it in in the final stretch of this season? Because they do have the second toughest schedule in the entire NBA moving forward. They are not nearly complete. You do know this, okay? As as we get this push moving forward. You will not have a fully healthy Anthony Simons for the rest of that playoff push because as you get closer, they're going to be cautious with him at first because he has re-injured a grade two sprain, which means your re-injury goes up exponentially mm-hmm. in spraining your ankle. Okay, And although it isn't a high ankle sprain, which is still a good thing, your your re-aggravation, that it can be a finicky thing. Ankles can be finicky, and you don't want to screw with those, so they're going to be a little bit more cautious there. We know that whatever Nurk is going through, he is, he's is he been out for a very long time, but is he going to be 100% because he's already you know sitting out due to a re-aggravation of the calf injury from earlier? So what makes it worth it when we know that this team is flawed in their front court especially? We know that you know making the push, it, it won't, if you get that pick to convey, I guess that is the one silver lining is that if you have a first round pick convey to Chicago mm-hmm. after making the playoffs, then you can deal future first round picks moving forward. Mm-hmm. But they did put a bandaid on that by getting that New York first round pick. Now regarding that protected pick yeah. and it being lottery or, you know, protected, do they have to make it through the play, uh, through the play in into the playoffs? For it to convey? That's a really good question. That's a really good question because I still believe the playoffs are one through eight okay. and the play in is different. And so the lottery would still be the one through 14. 
Now, I'm not 100% sure on that, but I, I do believe that, I do declare that uh, I, I think that it is, you still have to make the, the official playoffs. I could be wrong on that. Mm-hmm. I will look that up. I will do my job, journalistic integrity. <laughs> okay? I'll text Danny. <laughs> yeah, you should probably do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Loopy Danny. Um, but I, I think it is one through eight. Or I'm we not can ask him that when we talk to him later. <clears throat> yeah, we sure can. But tonight, going to Boston, you're going to get a desperate team. And uh, that's bad news for the for the hometown team. Because it being on the road, I don't think people understand how hard it is to just go city to city and li- live that kind of nomad life for that long. And think about it. They left town, was it March 2nd? Um, so they've been gone for a week now and you're sitting there, you're going city to city. And even though they had that back to back, they only have one day off yeah. after, after a back to back that was Orlando to Detroit. Um, I'm, I'm very interested to see what kind of legs we see from the Portland trailblazers because they're going to, at some point during this trip, they will need Nurk yeah. to come back just to spell, uh, Drew Eubanks with some minutes because they don't have minutes right now that they can, that are reliable, um, in the front court, and you're going to need them, especially when you go to Philadelphia uh, come Friday. Uh, over under for Lillard points tonight. What do you got? What do you think? I think well, Boston in the we know that this is the Damian Lillard performs in in big basketball cities, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's L.A., whether it's MSG. Boston, I think he's going to want to put on a show tonight, yeah. and I think you'll probably get you'll probably get a show from uh, Jason Tatum too. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I'll go I'll go over on the forty. Yeah, I'll go over on the forty. All righty. What is it? What's I'm I have, have no to idea. Go. I'll, I have to have to go into DraftKings and check that out right now, and uh, go in my DraftKings app and see what that over under is because you said it, man. Watching him play lately, it's you're surprised when he doesn't yeah. get forty. I expect him to hit forty. Basically, and the last couple nights he could, or last couple games he could have, he just kind of shot like doo doo, went ten of twenty five and ten of twenty eight. Yep. And here's a here's a text that says, you know, if the is the New York pick able to be conveyed to free up the draft picks, or could Chicago decline taking New York's first round pick from us? Yeah, they they can. They no the the blaze the picks that are going to convey are the Blazers' first round picks, not the Knicks one, right? You could offer it up, say, "Hey, and remove how about we, we give you? Well, how about we give you the uh, the Knicks pick, right? And you could maybe just add that in. Yeah. But, so it's up to New York. It's not up to you to say, "Hey, you're going to take." No, this it's pick up to Chicago. Stand. Yeah, yeah, it's up to Chicago, right? And kind of what they want to do. Um, but that's kind of where we're at. And, and look, New York's playing really damn good basketball right now. So mm-hmm. that pick is is looking to move further and further down the draft uh, line. All right, 503-864-6326. That is a fan text line. Um, coming up next, John Moran ignored the wrong person. Like, like, of all the people to ignore, this is the wrong one. First is Rust with SportsCenter. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. James over under 34 and a half. I'll take that over. Yeah. 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 
I'm on it. Oh, believe me, I'm on it. Um, also, from what I'm gathering, yes, you do have to make the field of eight in the Western Conference. That's what I figured. I just, yeah, you know. um, yeah, it, that, because everybody else, uh, if you lose, you get in, you then are in the lottery, right? You know, yeah. So that's something to to keep an eye on with the Portland Trailblazers. All right, um, John Morant. Uh, poor decisions have been made, and even more so after this story and report has come to light. Um, you know, we, we do know that the police are now investigating uh, whether or not John Morant illegally possessed a gun in the state of Colorado and brought it from uh, Tennessee. The NBA is also going uh, in in investigation about whether or not he took the uh, weapon on a team flight in a team facility because that would be against the rules. And John Morant could be suspended at Adam Silver's discretion mm-hmm. based on that. Um, so John Moran is now in some hot water because of his stupid Instagram live. But now you have Sam- Sham Sharanya of The Athletic. Um, and this is pretty interesting, man. He says that Stephen Adams got in front of the team right before, what was it, the day before John Morant did this and put his Instagram live video and talk to the team about going out and partying on the road and needing to take road games more seriously. Here's what Sharanya had to say. I'm told there was a players-only meeting recently where Steven Adams, their veteran center, spoke out about how the team needs to show better discipline on the road. And I'm told those in the room, when Steven Adams spoke out, they knew exactly who he was directing this to. It was none other than John Morant. And so clearly... John Morant still went out in the early hours of Saturday. That video was posted with a gun, and there's questions. Well, look, and Stephen Adams is probably onto something, too, because going back to my favorite thing the last couple days, the Memphis Grizzlies 12-21 and on the road. They're the third seed. That's by far, like, the worst road record among the top six seeds. And that's something something you have to clean up if you are going to win in the NBA playoffs. We know this. You have got to be able to win on the road. Yep. It's a non-starter, especially if you're the three seed, uh, because you only get one home home playoff series, and then you're going on the road likely to the two seed, unless there's an upset. Yep. But this is, this is goes back to what I was saying about John Morant the other day. John Morant has an issue of being an influencer, not a leader. He is a guy that he's not even listening to the leaders of of the team. And this is the hard part, and this is why it'll be very tough to trust Memphis in the playoffs, is that the best player on the team, he's got pull no matter what. And if he's not willing to listen to the vets, then you have you have a rudderless ship in in, in Memphis going on. And well, it's not even just John Morant, but you have you know other wild cards like Dylan Brooks. Absolutely, you know. And but you Dylan Brooks like it... will fall in line and follow on the discipline train to an extent. It's just when you get him in, in the, the competition, yeah. it, then it's when it you, it, it kind of goes off the rails. Could but you you're say, right. Is on that, that where yeah. he goes and maybe shoots himself in the foot? Hey, oh, <laughs> yikes! But that I mean, this is a ma- like this is a massive red flag for me for John Morant. Because that is, you have a guy who is who's stepping out in, in front of you and saying, this is a big enough issue, listen up, in the next day? Like, we're going, even if it was, even if the report is like, d- doesn't got all the details, and it was a few days earlier, or even right. a week earlier, 
it is still close enough. Yes. And it's close enough to all of the other reports about your missteps and poor decisions that that is when that is when you're going to just put a nice little exclamation point on all of it. That's a this is a huge problem in believing in John Morant to kind of turn it around. That's why I said his his entire statement that he probably didn't even write. It sounded like he didn't understand what he was stepping away from. And now you have when this comes out, the reason why it's coming out now, who do you think dished on the players only meeting? Probably one of those players. I mean, if it's a literally a players only meeting, yeah. There's only a few people that know what Steven Adams said in that locker room at that time, right? Yep. And so they're coming out and now are are they starting to, you know, pile onto that public pressure of the Jaws issue is a lot bigger than just having these missteps that are being reported in the media and you know flashing a gun on Instagram live while at a strip club in Denver. You know, it is now you're talking about the fabric of that locker room and the fabric of that team, which is what those guys truly care about. Um, and also, it, it's one of those things that if, if you've been listening this whole week, I have not been criticizing John Morant for the, the people that he hangs out with because I, I do think that it is a really hard thing to go through your life and have these people so close to you and everywhere you've been, you've reached levels of success with those people around. And then all of a sudden now everything is kind of unraveling on you because it's all coming to light. But this is how you've, these are the people that you've grown up with. These are the people that have been by your side through the ups and the downs. And it's hard to cut them out. Um, and he, he doesn't need to cut them out. What he needs to do is he needs to take ownership of that, of that group of friends in ownership of his life and himself mm-hmm. to make things right. Yeah. And it doesn't, that's why I don't think John Moran is even ready to do this and, and not even close to being ready to do it because we had those missteps that were so close together in the summer. Mm-hmm. And then now you have another miss, uh, another case of two missteps back to back, back, well, back to back to back. Yeah. You have the Indiana thing. Then Steven Adams comes in and he says, Hey, with gun laser pointer gun, by the way, if you don't remember that one. Yep. Um, you have the Indiana Pacers incident. You have uh, the Stephen Adams addressing the team and telling you, lock it up on the road. We can't be going out and partying all the time on the road. We need to be better than this. And then after you lose a game, mm-hmm. okay, you're going out and partying. Not the greatest look. And then that's when you flash a gun on Instagram Live yeah. after everything that's been reported about you. Come on, man. He's not he's he's not ready to acknowledge what everything that he's done. He doesn't get it. Yeah. He absolutely 100% doesn't get it because all of these reports were right before he goes and does the Instagram live. Yeah. Well, and what he probably doesn't get to or clearly doesn't get is that this is bigger than just what about, you know, the Memphis Grizzlies in basketball because it's he's apparently getting very good at pulling out a gun and what's one of the things they say you don't pull out a gun and point it at somebody unless you're ready to use it so yeah. he could pull out a gun on the wrong person and things could go horribly awry well i remember uh you know last year he had the you know the hollow the hollow points threat on twitter mm-hmm. that he deleted yeah um and this is good this is gonna get ugly because we always see these stories start coming out and once it starts you know, that, that ball starts to unravel, man, it happens so quickly. 
it happens so quickly, and we're going to see we're seeing it in front of our very eyes with John Morant right now. Yeah, and it's what was incredible is that it started with that Pacers thing, and then you had the uh, Jaws dad yapping at Shannon Sharp during a Lakers game. You know, and that's not Jaws' fault. Like that that one was like Shannon Sharp and, and T Morant were yapping at each other. But those two things, like, so close to each other mm-hmm. amplified every other story that is now coming out. And that's where that unraveling starts, and people start really pulling on that string and yanking on it. Um, but hopefully it does get better before it gets worse, but th- this is just another layer to add to it. John Morant, not getting it. Brutal. Yeah. 503-864-6326. That's the fan text line. That's how you can be a part of the show. Um We've got something going on uh, that I, I really I can't believe, but I am here for all of it. Um, because if you want to be taken seriously, make the people laugh a little. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app. Hey, we got a busy 1 o'clock hour. We'll be joined by Michael Meek, the head coach of the University of Portland Pilots women's basketball team. Hey, they're going dancing, baby. They're going dancing. And he's got a really cool story, um, too. He's, he's coached locally here for a really long time, and he's been climbing that ladder uh, now that he's got the Pilots back in the dance. Uh, we also have Ryan Horvat, our BetQL Network insider, the host of BetMGM Tonight. But... The uh, movie Cocaine Bear came out, la- was it uh, two weeks ago? Two weeks ago? Something like that. And it started like uh, a lot of trends online, like, what would you do if you saw a bear on cocaine in the woods? Uh, on Twitter and, you know, TikTok and social medias and stuff. And, um, which is always like really funny, like, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't, like, I don't know. Everybody's like, I get confused. I'm not supposed to look a cougar in the eyes, correct? Right? right. You just slowly back away. Mm-hmm. But a bear, you are. Is that right? Well, Am I right on that? I think it even goes different between, let's see, because grizzlies are a black bear or brown bear? Brown bears are grizzlies. Okay. And you, you want, for a black bear, you want to get big and make a lot of noise. Yeah, I was going to say, because it's different even between black bears and brown bears. Yeah. Yeah. So who the hell knows? See, this is they're terrifying. It's like... When I see those questions, I'm always like, I don't know. See, maybe uh, the best myself. thing to do is just whip it out and mark your territory around you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good call. That's a good call. I mean, hey, sure, why not? It's my spot. I mean, it's either that or in your pants, so <laughs> right. just go wherever. But the the United States National Park Service um, decided that, you know what? We'll, we'll get in on this. And... I love this so much because this is audio from CNN, okay? CNN. You can think whatever you want of CNN, but this is a a newsman reading a tweet as if it is very serious because it comes from a very serious Twitter account, the U.S. National Park Service. U.S. National Park Service has advice for anyone who comes face-to-face with a bear in the wild. 
not about what they should do, but what they shouldn't do, actually. In a tweet, it told nature lovers not to push a slower friend down, even if they feel the friendship <laughs> has run its course. The tweet drew some questions, though. One man asked, what if they are the slower friend? The park service response was, check on your friendship beforehand. <laughs> That's fantastic. I don't know who's running the, the National Park Service Twitter account now. They need a damn raise because that's fantastic. Like, what if, well, what if you are the slower friend? Well, you, get, you better check that status. And uh, before you go on that hike, you need to look at them when you get out of the car. You say, we good? How good are we right now? You know, like. I feel confident uh, going on a hike with you and Danny because it, it could be like we could have a, a bear and a cougar. Oh, you and I'm me are both out. making it out okay. Yeah. I think we're both out running Danny, and that's all we yeah. got to do is not be the slowest one. Uh, yeah. But if we make it down the trail a little bit further and something else pops out, sorry, bud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm pushing you down. <laughs> well, and then you better play that it's not a cocaine cat, too. Because there was a story out of Cincinnati, the suburbs. They found a uh, a serval stuck up in a tree. Somebody thought it was just a, uh, uh, oh, what was the other kind of cat? An F1 Savannah house cat. Turns yeah. out it was a serval, which in Ohio is illegal to keep as a pet. Oh. So they got this serval down, the zoo folk did, and they got it to the zoo, and they did some tox- toxicology reports on it. Tested positive for cocaine. And this is a real-life story. Yes, this is a real-life story. So somebody brought in a... And it turns out somebody did own it in Ohio. They shouldn't have had it. They did have an owner. Okay, but did they explain the use of cocaine by the cat? Nope. Says it's unclear how the wild cat got the drugs. Have you ever seen one of those F1 savannas, which are not a serval, but they're... they look like them. They got kind of like the, have you the, ever seen the long points on the ears, too. Yeah, they're points, and they kind of have a spots like a, you know, like a cheetah. They're a really yes. cool-looking cat. I know, yeah. I know a couple that has uh, some. And they are the most terrifying creatures <laughs> to have in a home. I'm not kidding. So it's a they, good-sized cat. It's a good-sized cat, but they're freakishly athletic, yeah. too. So the, in, their, in these people's home, the refrigerator, the cat could just walk up standing— and just jump on top of the refrigerator. Just like, wow. like pogo sticks. Yeah. And so you'll walk around a corner and these cats will be in places you don't expect them to be because they can just jump on top of anything. <laughs> it's bananas. And every anytime you went over, like if, if there's a group of people over, you had to be very careful about how you open the door. Mm-hmm. Like you had to like slip through the door in and out. Because if that those cats found a crease, they would poof, gone. Man, and they were fast. And you'd have to like, search party time. Your party turned into a search party. Go and look for that cat before they ate somebody else's cat or small dog yeah. or child. I don't know. But these things, they are crazy animals, and, and they're the legal ones. Yes, this one wasn't even street legal. Man, they did say though that while the uh, serval is not legal in Ohio, it is legal in neighboring Kentucky and uh, Indiana. Yeah, of course. Own one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of course it is. Uh, of course it is. And back to the person that runs the National Park Service Twitter account needing a raise. They had one today. It's got a picture of uh, Lost Creek Falls in Yellowstone. It's all snowy mm. and frozen over. And Beautiful. it says, don't go chasing waterfalls. Cautiously approach and be careful of slippery conditions. In fact, you may just want to stick to the rivers and lakes that you're used to. <laughs> yes! That is good on so many levels. You get... Uh, 
a very good uh, recommendation, mm-hmm. a TLC reference, and if you want to go one step further, and if you've ever seen the other guys, Michael Keaton's character in that, all he does is quote TLC songs. <laughs> and so I just think of Michael Keaton, when you were reading that, I just think of Michael Keaton is now working the, the thumb in the, the, the Twitter board for the U.S. National Park Service. Absolutely. But they need to do, like, they need to do more of this because guess what they're going to get? They're going to get a ton of followers off of it. Mm-hmm. And then more people will be interested in actually reading the the useful information that they put out there. You can just sneak good things in there, like every now and then. That's like a that's why I love the the account uh, I F and love science mm-hmm. because they'll give you these funny off the wall stories. But then you'll you, they'll also post like real stuff that you should probably know and we should probably figure out. Um, so having those in the feed, it, that is really good by the U.S. National Forestry Service. Good on you. A little golf clap. I'll give you a golf clap there. All right. So um, cocaine bears out, cocaine cats in. Um, don't push down your slow friend. <laughs> Actually, if you're the slow friend, just check your relationship status before you go out on that hike. If you're the slow friend, maybe push down your fast friend. And don't go chasing waterfalls. And as this texture says, uh, if it's black, fight back. If it's brown, lay down. If it's white, you die. That is your bear. That is a nice little, uh, that's what you go with when confronted by a bear in the woods. Especially if it's white all up around that nose area. Yeah, it's a cocaine bear. That one's that one's not one you want to hang with. All right, uh, <clears throat> hour number two. Let's get to it. We'll have uh, Ryan Horvath, our Beck on Network Insider on at one thirty, as always on Wednesdays. But we start hour number two with the head basketball coach uh, for the Lady Pilots. They punched their ticket to the NCAA tournament, and uh, they're going dancing for the first time since 1994. Michael Meek joins us next. This is Danny Dusty on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.